0: today our people can see that we're faced with a government conspiracy. This government has failed us. The senators who are filibustering concerning your and my rights, that's the government. Don't say it, Southern senators. This is the government. This is a government filibuster. It's not a segregationist filibuster. It's a government filibuster. Any kind of activity that takes place on the...
2: Yeah, we back, baby True Colors Podcast. What's going
1: on, man? Yeah,
2: What's man going it's on? it's... it's a
1: rough one, man. It's been a rough couple of days, man.
2: Yeah, a lot done happened since we last came back. Since we last went on, but it's your boy DUB here with Cobb, courtesy of Steady J Dust by Radio, Blog Talk Radio. Um today. Today we got a got a different format. We are going to dive into it. Today's topic is this: the start of the new. Is this the start of the new Black Revolution? What you think, Kyle?
1: Man, I I I, I hope it is, man. I mean, I think you know it's, it's time for us to do something, man. I mean, we we talk about this, you know, every week. I know a lot of other educated <laughs> brothers and sisters out there talk about this. Almost every week, and I know you know it's a small minority of of Caucasians that also feel, you know, the the injustice that we have going on. You can see that by the protests. You know, it's not just black people out there; it's a multitude of different races that's out there. And I, I really, I really hope so, man. I hope it's time that that you know we we come together and uh, you know build up our economic resources and and, and really just you know. Start separating myself from the enemy, man. I mean, there's a lot of people out here, man, that, just, you know, and I don't want to seem mean and stuff like that with the whole Dallas shooting, 'cause because, you know, you never want nobody to lose their life or nothing like that, man. But it's just like, damn, man. I mean, before that, we had two brothers get killed, and there wasn't no sympathy or compassion for them brothers. But once the two cops got killed, you know, I had I had Caucasians coming up to me, I'm going to cry with them. Like, you didn't, you wouldn't cry with me a couple of days before. And it's not a competition or nothing like that, but it just shows you the lack of empathy that they have for when black black men or black people in general get murdered.
2: Exactly, it's just, and these people are getting murdered for most of the time, no reason. You know, we had 559 police related deaths this year in 2016, and it's only July 10th. The year is barely halfway over, and we're we're headed towards over a thousand deaths just by police alone at this rate. You know that's yeah. that's scary, man. Like the numbers, the numbers don't lie. This is this is the country that we living in, people. This is the injustices that we face every day. Like even when we don't get killed, we still face injustices. We still get harassed. We still get those those looks those you know, the ongoing stereotype behavior towards us. I'd rather deal with that than getting killed, of course, but this is just stuff we have to go through every day. that never gets talked about. And now it's all coming to a head. Now it's all coming to a head with these blatant murders on social media. And because they're not showing it on TV, by the way, like people are protesting this weekend all over the world, not just America, but they're protesting in London they're protesting in, let me see, they're protesting in London. We got, was this, Paris, um, states. that They're protesting in a lot of places right now for African-American rights. And for some reason, our enemy, which is the U.S. government, they refuse to broadcast this worldwide because they're hoping it blows over like like so many, like everything before. Like they want it to blow over and they don't wanna they don't take it seriously right now because they think we just go march and march until our feet get tired and go home. That's why this revolution can't just stop in the streets. It has to spill over onto the playing fields of the NFL and the M L B the basketball courts where we hold the most weight. You know, not just professional but college, high school, middle school, like you have to get the attention to let you to let the enemy know how serious you are. You know? And it's just I mean, we'll get into the we'll get into the solutions and all that later on in the show, but right now we just laying it all out there, um, the problem itself and the how we pretty much feel about it and the the nonsense that occurs that we have to constantly can not treat people like crap and put them in a corner expecting them not to claw their way out. That don't make no you sense. Know? I mean, it, it sort of,
1: we got we got protests right now going on in Chicago, we got one in New Orleans, we got one in Memphis, we got one in South Carolina, Minnesota, Atlanta, like you said earlier, we got uh one going on in London, and I'm pretty sure it's multiple places where these protests are going on, but like you said, of course the media won't portray it like that unless something bad happens. So I mean, oh, this is proving to you right now, like a majority of the states realize what's going on. It's just unfortunately the media and you know those those Caucasians that just hold you know fester feelings for us in general. Like those are those are the people that we're we're fighting against right now. You know, we've been, right. we've been in part we've been in a mental war for years. You know, right. it'll start off, of course, physically. Then they switched it more to mentally, and now with the killing, it's going back to physical physical and you know this younger generation seems to have a idea on you know to where I guess when we were younger, you know we we had problems with it, but we really didn't quite know how to come together and ban and Now with social media and the younger generations, you see all them coming together and making a stand and i I really do commend our younger generations to say we ain't having that shit no more
2: exactly. And that's what it's gonna take because they have the energy, and and lack of and lack of care for consequences, so to speak, than older people. You know, the younger you are, the more fearless you are. So these young people today are fearless, man. Just like Third Khan said, they are dangerous because not because they're they're animals or, or anything like that. Because they're not. They're dangerous because they're fearless. You know what I mean? Like they they tired of it. Like you can sit there and say they're young, they're black, they don't they don't have you can say because they don't have the resources and all this and that that you withhold from them, they're not dumb. They know how to put together they have intellect that can't be controlled by any means. Like they see what's going on. They know that They're not being cared for by the U.S. government They know they have to make way for themselves And this is how they're going about it And I'm extremely proud of them You know Like It's like we headed back Right back to the damn 60s You know what I'm saying It's like come on I wasn't alive in the 60s But I'm pretty sure You know According to the history It's starting to repeat itself Now hopefully This outcome Can have an even better Better resolution you know what I'm saying? Because they can't hide the things that they're doing anymore due to technology and the stuff they done gave us, and it's backfiring on them. You know what I'm saying? You see them, you turn on the TV, I'm watching CNN right now, and they're showing a documentary on some nonsense. Not nonsense, but nothing that's going on with the state of America right now. They're showing a scheduled programming, Like, there's breaking news about nothing according to CNN. So... Unless you are tuned in to social media, which everyone is, and you know that you know what's going on, but they don't want you to know. You know what I'm saying? They can't keep you away from technology just yet. But um, what I did see on CNN yesterday was pray for Dallas, pray pray for the cops. Um, They had a whole montage set up for these police officers, not mentioning. What led up to the protest in the first place, it's like yeah. i've I watched it for almost two hours, and they did not mention it at all. They did not nobody, no panelists, no comments, no tweets were made from c n n about what led to the protest in the beginning, like I gave them a fair chance. It's like these people have to be called out on their b s like this is ridiculous. it's like you don't even care to show show us why is that? Because they want us not they want us to be ignorant. They don't want us to know. They don't want us to see. They want us to be stupid. They want they want to spoon feed us what they doing. Just like they doing the police. It's not just us. They spoon feeding the police this bullshit too when they go to those headquarters meetings. Like what you think Mm. they telling them? They telling them to take down whoever. Like these police officers, we get mad at them for not acting human. That's my that's my thing about them, personally. Like, they should they should know. You should have common sense. Like, I was watching the protest in Baton Rouge today. Like, these people are unarmed. Like, is it, it's white girls out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would think that they would be the safest. They taking down little white girls with, with signs. Like, they tackling them. Throwing them to the ground. These are kids. You know what I'm saying? So, what you think they gonna do to us? Like, they got... The police are the only people with assault rifles and riot gear and and bulletproof vests on and helmets. And the pedestrians are out there with signs. That look like some
3: yeah, Iraq just...
2: shit. That look like some Iraq shit, man. Like, this is America. You know what I'm saying? This is where we at. And CNN ain't got nothing for us, huh? You got to go on your phone and, and see what's going on, huh? This is what we looking at right now. This is where we living. You know, these are people. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're doing us like this. But the police are getting, since day one, they're getting they telling them what areas or the most dangerous. they telling them what to do, how to handle situations. Like, at police training headquarters in Dallas, when they um when they do target practice, they use pictures of black men on their targets for target practice. Like, you don't think that registers in your psyche? This is what they're doing. Like, this is not a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? They are training our police officers to think like this. You know what I'm saying, Especially, particularly the white ones, because you don't see black police officers killing white people or hurting white people like this. You don't see it, and that's not a coincidence either. You know what I'm saying? so there's something going on from the higher-ups to our police department telling them to basically approach with caution and instilling fear into the police officers. That's all they're doing. They're making them scared, and the police officers are making us scared, and they wants to kill each other. So then you know, they can the, that. All right, go the
1: ahead. The problem is, a lot of the problem is, though, like, you know, I've heard people say this, but, you know, the the connection with it is when they say police has to start looking like the community. So, you know, in that case what you have is you'll have people who understand how the black community yeah. works, everything. It's not a threat in the black community. It just when a white cop comes in, it doesn't register to them because they never seen it before. Like they, they might not know about the CD man, like me and you know about the CD man that that goes around in front of the store trying to sell you CDs. That this guy's not a threat. He's just a person out there hustling trying to make a little money. But you know, once that's in our eyes, because we're black and we've been in that community, you know, we we're raised up around those type of things. You know what I'm saying? they hasn't. So, you know, once again, it comes always down to the system. is always getting looked at or seen through one lens, and that's the Caucasian lens. You know, so that's a lot of the problem that we all, you know, fight with. I mean, in anything, education, the way we talk. Hey, we talk. is not the way they talk, but in school, you learn this is the proper way to do, you know, do it. You know, graduate. You need to talk about this. You know what I'm saying? The way, the way, uh, that we dress a lot of the time. The way we dress is not appropriate. You're going to dress like us because this is the way we're comfortable as dressing. So everything that we do is already, if it's not illegal, then it's frowned upon in society because it's viewed from the same person's lens, and that's the Caucasian. Because when a system is set up, you couldn't even consider it as humans. So you you can't set up the system for one person, integrate us into this fake society, and when we conform, it's not that we're doing anything wrong. It's not that we're doing anything bad. It's we There's a different way. We have a different view of life than they have. But they try to push us into their direction. And when you refuse it because that's is who I am, or my way is different than yours, but I'm not doing anything wrong, then you start seeing how society works against you. And, you know, going back to the whole media thing, where, where you know, like you said, you watch CNN. And I turned on CNN, I turned on MSNBC a lot. You got to realize the people that's coming on these shows cannot stand up and tell the truth even if they wanted to because they'll get kicked off, fired, and never asked back. So when you're going in watching shows like that, you just got to go in with the, with the reality like these people are full of shit. You know? Like if you listen to most of them, majority of them, they all say the same thing. They might have a little different verbiage on it. But a lot of it is all the same thing. Go, oh, we we don't want anybody to do this. Or, hey, you know, this guy was a criminal. But they're not going deeper into it. Like, yes, what the man did was wrong. But black people have been saying this for years. You know, our, our anger has been has been mounting up for years. And we always get told, oh, you know, you'll be all right. Oh, it's nothing that major. Oh, it's nothing that major. And then... You know, when someone goes out and does something about it, then they look at us like we're the enemy. Like, why you just didn't sit there and play nice, little nigga? And they don't work like that. That's not the way the world's supposed to work. You can only fuck people over or make people angry for so long before it boils over. And like you said, you know, right now, only thing that they're really hoping is that it dies down and people's anger stops. But this time, like, I'm hoping that we all we all, you know, stick to the goal and realize that something needs to change. And we can't get caught up in what they tell us. You wanna do something for us, write it down, put it on paper, make it a policy, make it a law. But all this, you know, work on racial racial, you know, topics and we, we gon' like it's it's too late for that. You know, and that's a lot of the problem. Like we've been so we've been unfairly treated for so long the only way you'll be able to make it up is you have to make unfair laws in favor of us, but it won't favor them. Balance right, out. right.
2: We've so, been, you know, we said, we've been treated unfairly in America since we got here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is not where we're from, you know? And if you should look at the historical facts, we technically we don't belong in America. Like, we were never meant to be here. You know, our ancestors were never meant to be here. The skills that they took from Africa to build up the land that they profited on were skills that they developed in Africa. You know, Africa, people think now, because there's jungles and stuff and a lot of stuff in Africa, that that's how it is. Like, no, Africa was a grassland and was well taken care of, but they stole all the workers and, you know, the... The landscape went to shit over there. And they used all their skills and knowledge over here and basically grew the cotton, which was the biggest cash crop ever, and built up the country and made the country rich. So we were never meant to be over here. We were supposed to use those skills in Africa and establish and make Africa and continue to keep Africa the richest continent in the world. You know what I'm saying? And slavery... People don't understand slavery was never meant to go away. You know, they didn't want slavery to stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, people had that idea that they try to give us that picture and about Lincoln and how he just was so against slavery. It's been documented that Abraham Lincoln has said out his mouth, if he could keep the South happy with the slavery and keep the North happy, then he would but it was just impossible to keep their free labor going and not put the North out of business. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason slavery ended was to keep the uh, white people up North working. Otherwise they whole economy would have went under because we busting heads there with free labor and they went to war over it. As a matter of fact, they they held on to their slaves as long as they could. Even after the civil war ended, Texas, was the last state to release its slaves two years after the Civil War ended. You know what I'm saying? Texas did not want to give up their slaves. So you can say, basically, that Texas as a state is pretty much, black people are pretty much two years behind the rest of the country. And you could say, you could make the argument that the white people in Texas are two years ahead. One might make that argument, you know, Either way, um, the, the evidence shows you that they have it out for us. With the, you can look at the prison system, the way the prison system is designed, the way with the sla you, they legalize slavery within the prison system. That's why they throw us in there to get free labor out of us and build and keep the country rich for cheap. They look at the education system they give us It's garbage. It leads us straight to the prison system. It's all a chess game with these people. They use us as pawns to benefit themselves, to have control over us. That's all they want. That's all the enemy. That's all the enemy wants. They use their money to control us, which is basic. Which the money is basically since 1913. The money because of the Federal Reserve Act, where they established the where they established the U S. the U S. Federal Reserve. Our money is basically now meaningless because it's not backed by anything. Before the 1913 Federal Reserve Act, our money used to be backed by gold. Okay, now, if our money is backed by gold, then you can only print so much, and you have to share the wealth because God only put so much gold on this earth. It's a natural resource that's valuable all over the world, which makes sense. So they eliminated that shit, and they just kept printing our money, kept printing our money, like they doing right now, as we speak, keep printing out money. That's why they burn money because it's so much of it. They got so much money, they have to take it and be destroyed and shredded and burn it, because they keep printing out money, keep printing out money, and they developing so much debt to other countries that it's not enough gold or natural resources in America to pay back that debt that we owe. So America is for all, forever, always in debt as of right now. There's no way, unless they discover a shit ton of natural resources, there's no way to get America out of debt. So our money is, as of right now, uh, U.S. currency is forever depreciating and worth zero, basically. So they're pushing, the New World Order is pushing for a world currency where they can control every world bank in the world and basically make one currency. Now, listen, you know, we're going to get... We're going to get this free game. They want to make one currency and take over every natural resource to wipe out the debt and control us with that one currency. You know what I'm saying? Us, Africa, London, pay e- everywhere. They just want one currency all over the world. That's the goal. You know what I'm saying? Instead of giving people rights and, and using the natural resource that God gave us as currency, they don't want that. They want to control everything. So that's their goal, and they're using us to wipe each other out, through their police departments, through their media brainwashing, through their constant subliminal messaging, through their alcohol, tobacco, food, through their poison in the water. They're killing us slowly through their diseases. through it, It's just so many. They're coming at us so many ways. And if you're a black man and once you take all this in and you realize that, that should have you crazy, man. And it's why it's happening right now on these streets of America.
1: It's happening so, right now. So what I want to say is, you know, like, so I do not fight for equality, all right? Because I don't, you know, like equality is real. And, you know, just to. Okay. Uh, right. Let's say, let's say this, this war on our know, I'm gonna ask you this question, Doug. When you have a war, then you know, normally you have a agenda which leads to victory. So, you know, if I went to war for something, then whenever I acquired that, then that means I won the war. Okay? So take this war that we having right now in Iraq. How do we know that we won that war? Like what is what I the mean,
2: history? the real agenda, right? Now, now hold on, there's no surface agenda, but their agenda, when they go to war, when America go to war with people, their agenda is to take over their bank, They world you know, bank, just, that's
1: I, I could understand but, that, but I'm saying, like, just from looking in, this war, like, what what would be the sign that we won the war? Like, we don't know, right? Nah, not really. So, so, when you look at it from that aspect, now look at our war for equality, how would we know? when we have equality in the United States. Like we won't know. You know, so that's why equality is really just a mental construct. I don't I don't preach to fight for equality. I preach for either separation or that we have our own black government. So we can separate ourselves from them. You know? And it's not to say whether it's completely or economically, just saying we need some type of separation. I prefer probably economically because then we won't have to we don't have to go through them to make our our own financial gain And make our generational wealth You know but despite for equality We have to put it in perspective That there's no way you can judge Whenever we have equality You know you're still going be, right. to be Trying to work with people Who you know are your enemy My fight is not for equality I want economic separation So we can we can Pretty much have to go to ourselves We can depend more on ourselves we we shouldn't have to want to start a business and have to go through them. And the only way we get the business is if we also help them, you know, get financial gain as well.
2: Right.
1: So that's that's, right. that's kind of how I look at it, you know. So this whole this whole fight for equality, I'm not I'm not with fight for equality. We need economic separation from them, like the way we was headed in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Oklahoma before the bombing. That's that's the goal that we need. We man the ball. world would our own business.
2: the world would have been completely different if they hadn't bombed oklahoma they had they had deals ready to be set up with europe Africa they had deals ready to move all over the world man it's ridiculous nothing
1: the, the, the thing I don't get man is I don't understand how how a majority of caucasians i got i got called a racist i got called uh a bigot. I got called a liberal, and I don't even know. I got called all this stuff for one question I I asked on Twitter. I said, from a Caucasian perspective, is it understandable after the years of mistreatment in the United States that blacks have resent, resentment towards whites? I didn't say that it was it was good for blacks to kill whites. I didn't say about any of that stuff. I asked that one simple question, and I got plenty of responses. And I promise you, man, nobody said yes. Nobody could just say yes. I got one lady told me you just a gangbanger trying to kill my kid. And I'm like, what does that gotta do with what I asked you lady? So I mean like these people really I don't I don't understand how a simple question like that, like it's clear slavery was wrong. It clear that affects our history, especially when you're black and your mentality. So so how can you sit here and tell me that slavery has nothing to do with our current situation right now. It has everything to do with our current situation right now. Everything, man. Everything. They try to compare us to the Jews. The Jews were given almost a billion dollars to help rebuild their society. We wasn't given that right.
3: Oh, I got to on this. I guess.
4: Did y'all see um, that one video where a white woman was, like, speaking in front of a group of white people as you said, if for a day you could switch your life of a black person and take on all the stuff they take on, would you say yes or no? Raise your hand if you would. No one in the class raised their hand.
2: Oh, yeah, we, we know about her. If you can't say
4: yes, a, the opposite that shows you. That, you that you see there's a problem that black people face every day.
1: Her name is uh, Jane Elliot, and she also got another experiment she she does with white people called Brown Eye Blue Eye, where she get a bunch of um, Caucasians in a room, well Caucasians and black people in a room together, and she treats them differently by their eye color, and if they, if you know they have blue eyes, which most Caucasians have blue eyes, she treats them pretty bad, snappy with them, you know, and. You know, with the with the other people, the black people, she's more nicer to them and everything like that. And you start seeing the Caucasians crying and tear up and get mad and frustrated. And that's just the class. So imagine being out here in real life, having to deal with that on a daily basis.
2: Yeah, man. Having to deal with having to be having to live with high blood pressure every day from holding that shit in, 'cause you don't want to get shot and killed by the police From so telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like yeah. I was at I was at work today, and the dude asked me because I'm from uh, Dallas Fort Worth area, and he was saying, "Man, what's going on with those riots in Dallas?" I couldn't even say what I wanted to say. I, I just said, "I don't know." I was at home. If I say what I want to say, then I probably won't have a job no more. So cool. that's the that's the small version of performing that we have to do every single day peace. And it shouldn't be like Oh, that. I heard something worse you know at work.
4: This one woman she told me at work, she said, Oh, we need she's like, We need to go back to the sixties back when there was a hippie movement, Everything was about peace and love. And I'm usually quiet to keep myself at work. But I stopped in mid typing and I said last time I checked that was the height of the civil rights movement where a bunch of dogs and water hoses were coming at us. So I don't know what the heck you're talking about. I just, that's, that right there is the exact reason why There's a such thing called Black Lives Matter Because people are so oblivious To what happens When you say a stupid thing like Oh let's go back to the hippie movement in the 60's The hippie movement even take place In the late 60's anyway So that just shows how ignorant she was
2: Yeah man Like They just They was
4: happy back then So they want to go back to when
2: they was happy Right now they're not happy They're edgy they right now <laughs> they don't know what's gonna happen,
3: <laughs> so they
2: want, so they want to go back to when they were just smoking weed and having sex with each other. When we was trying to, when we was walking fifty miles a day to work because we couldn't walk, we couldn't ride the bus. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's what well, had, the '60s
2: for black people was.
1: I had a similar question posed to me where uh, one of my coworkers was uh, asked me, well, if you could go back in time. Uh, which era would you go to? And I was like, well, damn, I can't go back that all. What am I going go to? Maybe the <laughs> back when I was in high school. Other than that, I mean, it's fucked for me, you know. So I mean, it's like they don't, it's like they don't understand. I, I just don't, I don't get it. Like
3: they, they don't register in their brain how fast,
1: how unfairly we've been treated for years. And you know, that's what I don't, I don't, I don't know if they got, if they got empathy at all. Well, I guess they do, you know, when it comes to pets and stupid shit. But, you know, other than that, man, I, I, really, I really just don't think there's any way, man, that they'll have empathy for us, you know, as long as we're here on this earth. So that's why I preach to separate economically, of course. That's, that should be our number one goal right now is to economic, economically build our dollars, man. So, so we don't have to worry about them, you know, get our own right. and everything like that.
2: Right. And we're going to... That's tapping into um solution theories. We're gonna get into that in the second half of the show, but right now Kyle take us into the five minute song five minute break and then we to hit you with the song of the week. When we get back, we go chime in on the nonviolent solutions to this epidemic and give y'all a lot of free game about how to turn the tables against the enemy. So, who you got song of the week? To have right,
1: before I get into the song of the week, I want to put out um, uh, oneunited.com, which is the black bank. Um, we need the it's an online banking system. So I mean, right now I know you probably don't want to put all your money in there, but if you can put anything in there, it'll be great. Trying to help us gain our wealth, and uh, we got song of the week right now called um, Right Now, actually from Sierra Reed. Once again, the song is called Right Now from Sierra Reed.
3: Nah, White now. Now, but that 40 cow gon' knock em off his feet
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. I like that, who was that cop? Tiara Reeves right now. This me
1: you feel yours again. The club something going crazy.
2: So right now,
1: uh, To make me feel yours again. Like I'm in a club going crazy.
4: Yeah, right now.
1: <laughs> uh, mad, I wanna huh? thank
4: you too for something real quick, man. I wanna thank y'all for being one of the consistent media. I'm out with to be able to speak for black people and not straying away from shit because they feel like, oh, you know, if I say something, so they're going to come get me. Like, I appreciate y'all for doing that because it's annoying that I got to turn on my TV and then all of a sudden all of the two black people that got slain and then some throughout this week have been negated and all they are focused on are police being killed, which don't negate the fact that why they were killed in the first place. Yeah, all right. They
3: ain't come get me. I bet
2: they bring me back. <laughs> 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 they won't be. They won't be. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um.
1: That's what we here for, man. Yeah, man.
2: We got our it it's, I mean, everybody can't do a show or whatever. But everybody, if you black, unfortunately, it's you have a responsibility to yourself, your people, in the future of our of our race, to to do something. About this injustice that we going through every day, cause I don't want my kids growing up having to having to go through this. I wish this, I wish this show wasn't necessary. You know what I'm saying? I wish we didn't have to do this.
1: Yeah, you know I mean. what I
2: mean. But hey, it is what it is, and somebody got to step up and do it. Now, what you got? We finna kick it into high gear and get into these solution theories, nonviolent solution theories, because. You know, the violence, we don't condone violence. We're not going to promote violence on our show. And, um, Kyle, what you got for solution theories right now? Well, you
1: know, my solution theory is, you know, with, with, you know the the climate we're in right now, we're going to have a bunch of black leaders, you know, popping up out the woodworks. And um, just to let you know, man, you really got to, you know, we, we got to watch. Who's going to try to lead us? In, in this time You know, I personally wish that all black people Would just come together and follow Farrakhan You know, because that's one black man That, that has been Consistent in his message You know, and and Has the backing to where They know they won't harm him You know I know they, they probably wish multiple times With that nation of Islam They let it be known You know, any funny play, any foul play go down With the murdering of this man and you're going to have a problem. So, you know, that's that's the that's the person that I wish that we all all would lead, actually. But, you know, just, just to kind of, you know, keep it on our minds, man. Like, we need to watch out for a lot of these black leaders that's popping up. If we have new black leaders popping up, and they're trying to lead you to the same direction that, that put us in this situation, like, we need to get the fuck away from them. You know, they, they can get in the back. You know, unless it's going to be something drastic and different, and we don't need somebody telling us to calm down, and you know just wait for our enemies to make a plan for us. Like we we don't need that, you know. We we need to come together, unite, pick our leader, pick them wisely, and we need to find ways for economic freedom. I've been seeing a lot of us getting into it more online, in the social networking era, you know. But we need to we need to continually push that. Like we could crash a lot of these businesses if we don't spend our money there. The only problem that we're having now is we need to have outlets. We need to have outlets to show us where we can spend our black dollars at. And, you know, the more we get that, the more we can transfer our wealth and the more you will start seeing. But we take money away from them, which is their pride and joy. And I mean, they love money more than they love their kids. Like, this is the thing. Exactly. I just, I swear I was
3: going to say that, man. <laughs>
1: like, once you, once you, once I we hit them there, there, once we hit them there, you will see. You will see how quickly things change, and the protesting exactly. and, and you know everything like that. That's cool to to show that we are unified and we are going to fight for a cause. But now we need to take it to the second step, and the second step is we need to hit them economically. All
2: right, all right, exactly. Now, money. Everybody knows. Everybody says the money is the root of all evil. But you you can have money and be financially rich, and not be evil. You know what I'm saying? The love for money. Is the root of all evil you can't be scared to stand up for what's right and lose their money because I just explained to you earlier it's not real anyway you know' you know what i mean so, so the the love the love for money is the root of all evil, and we all know who loves money the most, so ask yourself, are they evil? It's not the stuff that they do. It's not the ideas that they come up with. It's not the is not the games or not the games that they play with your lives and your children's lives and the in and their futures evil. Of course it is. It all goes hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? If you just step back and look at it, you know what I'm saying. Black people are the smartest people in the world. If you put us in any part of the world as a majority, we will survive. Like, you couldn't take, like, you could not take, we could not go to Europe, bring the Europeans to Africa, make them grow our, our fields and our land, and expect them 400 years later to still be here. They wouldn't make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that should tell you how strong you are. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't take them out of their, out of their comfort zone, force them, beat them, kill them, torture them, humiliate them mentally, physically, spiritually, and still expect them to take care of us and them at the same time? Come on, man. Like, we're the strongest people in the world. We're the smartest people in the world. We're the bravest people in the world. We're the most fearless people in the world. Together, we can do anything. We can be be great. We cannot be great. It's going to take us all. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: it's gonna take gotta, everybody. You know I what I mean? Even solution, the people uh-huh. I got another solution, man. I know I know this gonna. this might cause me a little controversy. But another thing we gotta do, man, we gotta we gotta let this uh we gotta let this religion shit go, man. Like that's that's stopping us from doing what we need to do out of this 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 fear that we're going through the underworld to burn up. You know, it's like, throughout our history, man, like, that, that is a crutch, man. That's, that, that's really harming us, man. Like, every time that we have a, a chance to where we can do something, like, we do have more empathy than them. We, we we do think about things before we do more more than they do. And it stops us from going, from going through with it. Like, we need to We need to start and finish this race. And we always get halfway and we start we start resorting back to to, you know, we want to love everybody. And, you know, maybe maybe because we get an extra they're gonna give us a day in August, you know, call it you know, I I don't know. Give us give us a day named after after B Way or something, you know, then they'd be like,
3: Oh,
1: oh, this is for y'all and then we fall into that trap again. and I, I don't want to be mean, you know, because my God has done this for me, and you know we we have to get to be able to get what we need to be, man. Like we we really need to go all the way, you know. It's, it's, we we have to we have to move that that mental roadblock in our head that because we're trying to get our own personal salvation for for black people that you're going to go to hell for for. I guess I, I want to put the nails in the comments. Like, we need to go all the way. Now, that don't mean, right, like like Bill said, you know, we're not trying to physically harm anybody or do anything like that. But I'm saying a lot of times we move with good intentions. Maybe it's time for us to start moving with bad intention as far as our economics and make sure we, we can submit our own before we, we, we try to, you know, try to bow down to them.
2: Okay, exactly. Now, I'm going to get into this violence real quick. Now, I'm not saying that violence should never be used. I'm saying that violence should only be used as a defensive strategy. We all have to be prepared to defend ourselves against the people who refuse to take us seriously and refuse to respect our human rights. You know what I mean? Like, do not pull your gun or physically harm anybody who's not physically or threat, harming or threatening you, okay? It's not... I'm not saying them hit you in the face and walk away. Like, no. Hell no. No, don't do that. You know, you have to defend yourself. Otherwise, they won't respect you, okay? But only use it as a defensive technique. Don't start trouble. You finish it, but don't start trouble, Okay? We do not promote violence as a offensive maneuver or even a positive. That is the last resort for survival. You know? And if you're gonna be violent, do not be violent to your own people. Please. Like that's that's the worst thing. Like you playing right into their hands. Like you playing their game. Okay, now we got we got economics, we got the religion, we gave you the terms of violence We and now I, I propose that I'm calling on all professional athletes black, white, everybody you know what I'm saying, sports these white people they love and cherish sports you know what I'm saying, like I'm talking about the upper echelon the one percenters. they have money, there's so much money invested in sports that they wouldn't know what to do if, just say, one superstar refused to take the court or the field because because of the injustices that are going on with us, just like Muhammad Ali. Now, he, he didn't box because they was making him go to war, trying to make him go to war, and he stood up for what he felt was right. And they took his title away, and he lost a lot. But his legacy grew, and he never went broke, or he never, he never, you know, was a bum or anything like that. So, I'm not saying that. I'm not. What I'm trying to say is these athletes get treated better than like royalty out here. And if they exercise their voice, then it has no choice but to be heard. If LeBron James right now said. I'm not playing not one game until a new set of rules, just even in his state, the state of Ohio, a new set of rules in the state of Ohio, are made for African Americans. Don't you think that'll get done in less than three months?
1: Yeah, I mean you've seen it happen. It happened with the LGBT community, and I think Charlotte. You know they were talking about. They was talking about you know they they was doing a whole bathroom thing, and then I think it was the NFL. Say, well, if you do this, we're not having a Super Bowl. We're not going to have, you know, none of this stuff down here. And they took that off the table within two, two three weeks. So, I mean, you know, my boy. No, no, uh, what, what, what
2: What happened in Charlotte? I mean, that's true, but you had it back. Like, Charlotte, as a state, voted against it. And what happened was the NBA and they threatened to take away the All-Star game because of that, and um, Amazon took they took away their company out of Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? So they could have the LGBT community do what they want. That's what happened. They stood up for the LGBT community, just like they need to stand up for Black people. That's what happened in Charlotte.
1: Well, then we got you know Melo. I've been I've been seeing how he been moving on his social media, and he, he he he's trying to raise awareness. And you know he stated something something, you know, very specific that, you know, you got to stop worrying about endorsements and start worrying about our people. And, you know, I'm hoping that a lot of other athletes looked at that. I know it was a WNBA game tonight. I can't remember which one it was. Now, although they still played, they went out there with Black Lives Matter shirts before the game and they all stood together in unity. Um, Like, that's fine, you know, but we need further than that. You don't need to go out there to make them any money and you will see how quick you get things done. That's exactly
2: then like, you know why when you put on them T shirts and then you they still get what they want, they laugh at you. They don't care. They do not care. Like they still getting what they want. Like they gonna say, Oh, look at the T shirts, they so cute. Let's go cash this check. That's all they see. Like all they see when they look at you on this court In them fields are dollar signs. When LeBron James is talking basketball that's just a dollar sign putting the basketball in the damn rim. Like, that's it. Now, if he's not there to yeah. dunk that ball, if he's not there to catch them passes, then guess what? What they looking at? Nothing. They losing money.
1: And that's Good what now. gets If they you. go out there and not play, and they got to refund yeah. the ticket prices, they still got to pay for the stadium upkeep. They operating in the red. That's what you got to understand. That's how business works. They would do anything not to operate in the red. So, exactly. you know, hopefully, I'm hoping that they don't play the Olympics. You know, and then, you know, when we get to football, it's going to be kind of harder because they have a shorter lifespan, I think, than the NBA as far as contracting dollars. It's going to be harder for a lot of them to sit out. But if if we can start hitting them there and building their own banks, that's the key to success. And you will start seeing things change before the end of the year. Right. Right.
0: You know right. Right. A huge
1: level but you will start seeing them freak out to where they feel like their their white economy, all the money that they got in us, because we do spend $1.3 to $1.6 trillion a year on their businesses. If we can put that into us, and they start seeing that we, we starting to have the intellect and the intelligence to bond together and realize who the real enemy is, then you, you're going to start seeing a, a huge difference. You'll start seeing policy. you start seeing different police tactics. You start seeing you start seeing a, a whole lot of different things that will actually benefit us. You might even see programs that, like I was saying earlier, that will be just for African Americans. So until you start seeing that, we need to continue to fight. We need to continue to build our economy regardless on what they do. And you know that's 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 my whole solution. Exactly. I
2: mean, shit. time we got? I mean. A long time, but in conclusion, go ahead and just wrap up the show. We gave you a list of solutions. One, we gave you the bank. We gave you a good solid bank. You
1: know, one united one dot com
2: one dot com. You can all go in there and put some change in there. And what that does is let me break it down real quick. That does like when you when you put money in a bank, they can use that money to provide loans for people. Of color, to get houses and get businesses, so you're not just putting your money in there thinking it's not doing nothing. Your money is providing significant resources for other people, you know, so you're not going to lose your money, but these is just this is just how banks work. They use your money to finance other people, and they pay that money back, and business continues to flow through black hands and black hands only. So that's why you're putting your money in that bank. They have different types of, if you go on there, you'll see that they have different types of funds, different types of accounts set up, and you can read more into it. It's not hard at all, people. Just take heed to what we're saying. Okay, so we got the banks. Put your money in the bank, and the black bank. You ain't got to do all your money, just something. Um, the religion, You can you can look more into your religion and understand how they use it as a tool against us to keep us from fighting back and to keep us compliant. Now, it's it's okay for them to be violent and evil, but it's not okay for us. You know, my comments, my spidey senses tell me that this bullshit. Now, Banks um, religion, um, unity of the athletes in the upper echelon of the African-American entertainers and athletes stick together. Then We also, and then the Nile violence we showed you how and not to be violent.
3: You know,
2: only use violence as a defensive countermeasure to prevent you from going down. You know, do not use it as an offense. Do not be a troublemaker. You're smarter than them. You're smarter than them. You're stronger than them. I'm going to keep saying it. I don't care if I sound like a broken record or not. It's the truth. And they know it. So that's why they play these sense games, to keep us back. Now... um. Hopefully, you know, I wish you had more time, but I just, you know, hopefully you learned something from this show, and I hope you enjoy listening to us as much as we enjoy giving it to you. Shout-out to myself, Cobb, Steady J, Bot Radio, Blog Talk Radio. Um, we really appreciate you guys. We'll be pushing this show for the next all week, and we'll keep you posted through Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, True Colors on Facebook, like us on Facebook, and, and Twitter, at True Colors Podcast on Twitter. And, Cobb, you got anything before we sign out?
3: Yeah, just,
1: I want to give another shout-out, and thanks for all the support I've been getting, and I'm listening to all the music everybody's sending me to try to get them played. Um, so I just want to give a shout-out once again to Kiara Reeves with our song, Right Now, and you can find, find her on Twitter at I Am. Nation, and that is at And that's all I got, man. Thank you, everybody, for
2: listening, yo. Right. All right, we out. And remember, together, if we stand together, it's a 100% chance that we undefeated. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Today our people can see that we're faced with a government conspiracy. This government has failed us. The senators who are filibustering, concerning your and my rights, that's the government. Don't say it, Southern senators. This is the government. This is a government filibuster. It's not a segregationist filibuster. It's a government filibuster. Any kind of activity that takes place on the